Welcome to UK Rail Journeys, Series 1. In this series, I travel to North West Wales with the Steam Dreams Rail Company on their Welsh Dragon Tour. Episode 14, where on a perfect day we enjoy the view from Mount Snowdon and then take a trip on the Thlanberis Lake Railway. But first, I talked to Kate and Sean about yesterday's trip to Puffin Island. We had a boat trip out to Puffin Island. How did you find the boat trip? That was excellent. I have a thing about puffins. My mum used to love puffins, so this was a a trip for her, really. So we always um, go and have a look at all these sort of things. Anything local we try to do to boost local business or whatever else so we thoroughly enjoyed it we saw the seals and all the other cormorants and whatever else there was there so it was quite interesting to to listen to the commentary as well which was quite informative and especially about the rat poison the two ton (laughs) which they took over but uh, yes that was very good we go again and the weather was beautiful, sorry. It, I mean, it was a lovely boat trip. <laughs> Absolutely, everything that Kate says, it was the most enjoyable trip. We've talked about it since, we, since we've done it, actually, when we were back here at the hotel, and um, it's something we would do again, hopefully this time when puffins are around, because, and I know very little about puffins until today, but puffins only were on this island, and they all went home the beginning of August. And here we are on the second week in September. So we're about a month late. But after all that, it was still a very interesting trip, very informative. It was a lovely day. I would recommend anybody who has the opportunity to do it, to do it, to go and do it. It's a good, it's a good hour and a half's trip. And I would say that the person who was actually in charge of our vessel gave us a lot of information as we went along and I particularly like the way that when we got something he did a full circle so that both sides of the boat could see it the rabbits came over they don't know how they came over because they obviously didn't swim but the puffins take over the rabbits burrows and they find that the rabbits and the puffins cohabit quite well together so the rabbits I have their uh, young ones are protected because the puffins are very protective of their young. So the rabbits are further down the burrow, so they obviously get protected by the puffins because they're quite um, defensive of anybody coming in. So they managed to get rid of the rats, and they've now got quite a good population of puffins now, so that's good. Well, thank you very much. It's been lovely to talk to you. So here we are, out of the train, looking at the stunning views today. We may only be three-quarters of the way up the mountain, but it's still magnificent. You can hear the sounds, like a murmur, of people talking, taking in the views, taking in the beauty, realising how lucky they are with the weather. There's a bit of music, because the driver's got the radio on in his cab, and we get the regular sound of jets probably military jets out in training. 
far, far down. I can see the town where we started from, with the lake behind it. The gulls flying over, vainly searching for food to eat, but nobody seems to have anything out that they could plunder. The Snowdon Mountain Railway is a narrow-gauge rack and pinion mountain railway that travels for 4.7 miles, that's if you're going to the top, from Thramberis to the summit of Snowdon, which is the highest peak in Wales. The Snowdon Mountain Railway is the only public rack and pinion railway in the UK. It's operated for over 100 years. It's owned and operated by Heritage Great Britain. The railway operates in some of the harshest weather conditions that you can encounter in Britain, with services curtailed from reaching the summit in bad weather. It's closed in the winter from November to mid-March, and single-carriage trains are pushed up the mountain either by steam or diesel locomotives. Sadly, the steam locomotives haven't been running for quite a while during the Covid epidemic, so we have a diesel locomotive today but it's done a good job. A railway to the summit of Snowdon was first proposed in 1869 when Thramberis was linked to Carnarvon by the London and North Western Railway. In 1871, a bill went to Parliament to apply for the powers of compulsory purchase for the railway to be built. But it was opposed by a local landowner, Mr Asherton Smith, who thought that the railway would spoil the scenery. For two decades, nothing happened. Then in 1893, the terminus of the North Wales Narrow Gauge Railways was renamed Snowdon, attracting many of the tourists who previously visited Thlamberis. And this affected the livelihoods of the accommodation providers, tenants of the aforementioned Asherton Smith. So he ultimately gave his consent, and though he was the principal landowner in the area, he was not a major influence on the company. No Act of Parliament was required, as the line was built entirely on private land obtained by the company without any need for power of compulsory purchase. This meant that the railway didn't come under the jurisdiction of the Board of Trade. It was constructed between December 1894 and February 1896 at a total cost of £63,800 which in 2019 prices is equivalent to £7.5 million. The line opened at Easter 1896 and Colonel Sir Francis Marindin from the Board of Trade made an unofficial inspection on the 27th of March. This included a demonstration of the automatic brakes. He was satisfied with the line but recommended that wind speed be monitored and trains stopped when the wind was too strong. The railway officially opened on Monday the 6th of April 1896 and two trains were dispatched to the summit. On the first return trip down the mountain, possibly due to the weight of the train, locomotive number one with two carriages lost the rack and ran out of control. The locomotive derailed and fell down the mountain. Sadly, a passenger died from loss of blood after jumping from the carriage. The second downward train hit the carriages of the first, fortunately with no fatalities. On the 30th of July 1906, a wagon broke loose and ran into a train injuring a passenger, the driver and guard. 
traffic was suspended for several hours. In 1910, there were reports of vandalism on the line, and a man named William Morris Griffiths, who had climbed Snowdon to see the sunrise, placed a stone on the rail and, sitting on it, slid down the track at speed. Someone put a boulder on the track behind him and pushed it down and it struck Griffiths in the back. He somersaulted off the line and, sadly, died a few hours later. We've now reboarded the train for our journey back down. In 1936, the railway carried 30,000 people to the summit during the season. Normal service resumed in 1946. But the shortage of coal led to the railway attempting to burn old army boots as fuel. The first train of the day is the works train. This carries staff and supplies, including drinking water and fuel for the generator, to the summit. It also stops at a halfway station to drop off the supplies for the cafe. It returns mid-morning with the previous day's rubbish from the summit. It also carries the permanent way maintenance gang to where they're working. The steam hall trains, the Thlamberry shunt movement, includes a trip to the water crane and coaling stage outside the locomotive shed. So we're currently waiting for two trains to pass us. The first one has passed us, that's a normal service. And then apparently there is a steam locomotive in test. The locomotive that just went up the hill is number three that's been in operation since the railway opened in 1896. With a toot, a hiss and a lurch, we're on our way on the Thlamberis Lakeside Railway, which is steam hauled. I noticed that the locomotive was built around 1906, so it's a genuine, proper locomotive built in Hunslet. Even though it's a small railway, when you go across a level crossing, and now we're crossing a lovely small river, as we travel in the valley beneath the mountains. We stopped at Thlamberis station. Maybe a few getting off, a few getting on. But we're definitely here for the circuit. The engines changed ends. Those of us who were going forwards are going backwards, and those who were going backwards are now going forwards. One has to ask the question though, does this train run on Welsh steam coal? Or do they use imports? Passing where the slate has come down over the years. Big, big pile of slate down to the lakeside. Must have come down over the railway. Because we've just gone through a bit of a tunnel. And now we literally are on the lake. Probably 
couple of feet from the edge of the lake. It's still a stunning afternoon without a cloud in the sky. The hills and mountains are looking magnificent. The water looks very tempting, but I suspect it's extremely cold. A lot of kayakers out there, and we have seen one person swimming, though their dog looked a little less keen about being in the water, because it was barking. We're just going through a station very slowly. It doesn't look as though the station's open today, but it does have a lakeside picnic site. It also has a bit of track that's overgrown, part of the lawn almost. Must be for the old slate workings. So we're at the end of the line where we have to remain on board the train. The locomotive has just gone to the other end of the train, so once they've connected it up, no doubt with a bit of a bump, we will be on our way back towards the station and our coaches back to our hotels. Again, the hiss of steam. The rattle of coaches. Not bad from an engine built in Leeds in 1904. We've got a five minute stop at the picnic area. Not time for a picnic, but it's lovely and shady. Lovely to have a bit of air. Lovely also to be able to take the face mask off for two minutes. Well, that's a good idea, I never thought of that. How long until we get back to the base then? It was about 15 minutes, I think. Till we get off the track, OK, so we've got time yeah. to go to the loo and stuff before the coach goes. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> or else it'd be a very damp coach. <laughs> and we're slowly coming to a halt opposite our coaches which will be taking us back to our hotels in a very few minutes from now. Okay, folks, I think we're good to go. Yeah? Yeah. So we're now on our coaches and going to Penryn Castle where apparently all the coaches are going to and lots and lots of people will be swapping coaches. Let's see if it all works. So we're now at Penryn Castle. We've swapped coaches. The coach in front of us has just started reversing towards us. But I think that's because something was coming up the hill towards it. And hopefully, now that we're on this coach, we will get back to our hotel in Carnarvon. 
Well, I said that the coast swap went well, apart from the fact that I left my jacket on the other coach. Anyway, I've got a message to somebody, and I hope they'll bring it with them in the morning. This podcast has been produced by the Mr. T Podcast Studio. I thank the passengers and the teams from Steam Dreams and West Coast Railways for making this podcast possible. Join me in a couple of weeks for the next episode. And thank you very much for listening.